Previously on the Hired Swords Receiving a task from the Tower of Testing, our heroes are introduced to Francine Einhorn. She tells us of her father, Dilmar, that was lost some years ago. A scout for the armies of Helm, he was assigned to the Stone Mountains, a land far too familiar with Kriegsgalder. Apprehensively, he and the party accept her mission to find information on Dilmar, and if possible, bring him home alive. Listening to the Hired Swords, the D&D podcast where everything is made up and the XP doesn't matter. So Davin says, "So did you guys find out any information?" Yeah, I I didn't really see anything through the books, but she she told me that there, there was a gnome. Uh, he's one of the lead leaders of the parties, and he he told her not not to worry about it. She seemed that as a weird thing, and Jaxa could pr- probably tell you more about what what he found. But he he did find a ring of protection, and why would someone leave a ring of protection and not not be wearing it? Yeah, um, it, so, uh, there, there was a room underneath the cabin, and, and I found a, a very ornate black statue, black stone statue of the Paladin King, and apparently that means more to, to others than, than my memory forsakes. Do I know anything about this? Would Craig be perverse? Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, it is a stone statue. I am a dwarf. <laughs> I don't think it's going to apply. But... <laughs> that I'm trying to get that advantage. You know about paladins, that's not, yeah? That's not how that works. <laughs> uh, 17 plus 0. 17. Yeah. So you would definitely know of the paladin king. He was a lieutenant when you served with him. And he was promoted very quickly because he served with a small group and kind of did favors for the the king at that point and the king of Greater Glentry. He he served and became general over all the armies in the war against the creatures and servants of the gods of the abyss. And as those gods kind of persuaded many of the people groups of the south to come come north and and attack Greater Glintry. He led the armies against them and, and curbed their attack. The as he became general, he then was shifted to Torchkey Island. Torchkey Island is an island to the west of the continent that you guys are on, where the main the the end of the war took place. After the gods hid artifacts on Torchkey Island to lure more combat to lure people into more combat this this did that it had that effect and so he won the battles 
the Battle of Torchkey Island and Torchkey City, and he he purged the area of the portals that the army from the Abyss was coming from. This earned him the status of King of Torchkey Island, and he served Helm directly. He was known as the Champion of Helm, the Paladin King. And after he became King, he his his party dispersed. They all kind of spread out to continue and complete closing all of the portals that these creatures from the abyss were coming from because there were still little pockets of insertion all through greater glintry and torchkey island well he never returned and none of his party except for a couple of them ever returned from this mission these missions they all went separately to do this and, and many of them never returned him included and you know the last you heard, Un Shadomal's brother, Liu Shadomon, was ruling Torchkey Island as a stand-in for his brother not being there. It's his half-brother. Well, Lord that certainly Dump. is a lot of information, but I don't think that has anything to do with what we're doing, does it? I, I just just find it weird that the pa Paladin King, and he... he too went missing and then then her, her father went missing after he he had served the war with her with him for clarification i shared the party my knowledge which is what you just told me yeah definitely uh joxer's eyes glazed over a bit and then come back around you you served in the same war correct Kriegs? yes i did uh, okay, um, we also found these two vials, which I'm assuming are potions, and she already said the, the ring of, the ring that does protection. I need, I, I need to sit down. Go take a nap, we'll, we'll finish this up. <laughs> we probably won't leave till the morning anyways. What I did get, um, some stuff for us, we have, uh, provisions to get through the next couple of weeks. You are a saint. Yes, thank you. I believe it's pronounced sorcerer. You have <laughs> a little too much than you can handle, I think. Go lay down. We'll we'll take care of this. <laughs> oh, Saint isn't really that far off either. <laughs> I know what I meant and I said what I said. But yes, a nap sounds great. Good night. G good night. Yeah, so it's afternoon at this point, uh, just a little bit. And so he's he's taking that afternoon nap. Uh, what else does everyone want to do for the afternoon? Well, uh, I Kriggs is. I just want to go to the armorsmith for a second, see if there's anything that uh, could be useful there. Okay, okay, you go over there. Who else? Uh, Gwendolyn is going to go lay by the fire. She feels a little drained. Uh, I, I'm yep. I'm going to go lay down for a bit as well. Yeah, please, I, uh, if you could keep an eye on Joxer as well. He's a little uh, under the weather. Yeah. Davin's going to just kind of um, divvy up all the stuff that he bought, kind of spread it all out so everyone can take like a pack essentially to go instead of him carrying everything again. Is that trail mix? I got extra just for you. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Today uh, we have trail mix. Don't eat it all right now, though. It's going to last us a couple of weeks. I, I, I... I won't. She just grabs a handful, like a big handful, and goes over and sits by the fire. <laughs> Comfort food. Yes. You, you, just, <laughs> you just hear... Scarf it up. 
win. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Just snoring from the other room. Eating a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Gwen, you do notice uh, that Marias and Edie are nowhere in sight. They're no longer at the camp at all. Uh-oh. Might be for the best currently. Depends on where they are. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, d- d- Davin, I, uh... Ha, ha, have you seen Marius? Um, no. Not since early this morning. Don't, don't see him or Edie. This kind of worries me. Well, I mean, you guys calmed him down earlier, right? I can't imagine what else they would be getting into. I, I, I guess I guess you're right. I, I, I am a bit drained. I, I need to recuperate. At least for oh. a little bit. If you'd like, I can kind of make a walk around town and see if I see them anywhere. Would it, would it, would it be too too much? Not at all. Make sure you keep an eye on our things, okay? Okay. So Davin's going to go walk around. Joxer is taking a nappy poo, and Gwyn is just having a rest. We'll go ahead and start with Kriggs, though, as you have left the party probably before this conversation and made your way towards the armor bearer. You arrive at the armor bearer, and it is getting close to closing time, but not quite. And uh, the door is open, and inside there, you see you see this uh, dwarf, this dwarf woman standing there, and she is uh, she is out in the in the store now, stocking. She's she's putting arrows in a in a quiver and, and hanging them up, and getting a couple more a few more arrows out of a little. Uh, bucket and putting them in a quiver and you know she's kind of just stocking the shelves a little bit oh good afternoon it's nice to see you uh up and around your shop ah uh, hello there how are you today doing great uh, great uh you, you're here to use the the furnace again no i won't i won't be needing that today um okay. hey, thank you coming... thank you for the little toy you left behind that was magnificent how you made that thing that was really great i'm glad you i'm glad you enjoyed it um, sure. Just a little something I figured you might you might appreciate with with what I had there. Yes, it it was. It, I'll tell you what. Uh, Hurley would love something like that. He loves little knickknacks and doodads, and he tries to make them himself. But there are never anything like that. That would be cool. If you if you want to make a bunch of those and sell them, you should go talk to to uh, Slim over at Hurley's place. He he would uh, he'd put them on the shelf for you. You could make a pretty a couple couple gold off of those. Well, keep at least. that in mind. Uh, I do. Fancy myself going uh, a little bit of a blacksmith, so I'm sure I could whip something together at some point. Uh, but we are going to be out of town for a little while. We have a new new task we've been given from uh, from the tower. Uh, I did want to say prior to leaving, though, thank you again for use to your forge. Uh, of course, it, uh, you've made you made it well worth my while. That's for sure. Great. Um, before we we leave. Uh, we're going to be gone at least a week or two. Do you maybe have any provisions, something uh, that might make our time on the, the roads a little bit easier? Oh, what do you have in mind? Something for protection, some sort of weapon? What are you looking for? I've, I've got a few things here that have come in uh, off the, once the, the party's returned, but what do, you, what do you want? What are you looking for? Uh, maybe protection. I have a few, few in my group that are a little less stout than... Myself, I suppose. 
Okay, well, yeah, I've got a little bit of armor over there. If you look and you, you see a, a couple of chain shirts hanging there, and uh, you do see a breastplate hanging as well. Hmm. Looking around the shop here. You make an investigation check. Say 12. Okay. Yeah, the chain shirt, the breastplate, and uh, you do see a couple of leather um, gauntlets that are sitting underneath the breastplate, just kind of displayed there on a table under the breastplate that's hanging on the wall. <sighs> Unfortunately, I don't know if uh, if I'm going to find anything that's of too, too much usefulness to us at this point. Um, anyway, before... Before we take off, I did want to, to say, I wanted to clarify something I said to you last we spoke. Okay. You asked me at that time if the symbol on my shield meant anything to me still. It meant anything to me at all. Uh, it's not something I like to talk about. And I replied, maybe a little dishonestly. It does mean, okay. honestly, everything to me. But, uh, let's... Let's keep that between you and you and me, if possible. I okay. I understand. Uh, I must say, I've only ever heard of it. I've never seen it before, but it rang a bell as soon as I saw it because of uh, just some legends I've heard tell. You know, you know us. Uh, I used to travel with those who like to tell stories, and uh, they especially liked to tell them to me because I, I turned them into songs. You see, and uh, the story of of. Uh, Oak and Ember is one I've heard before. One of these days, you'll have to let me hear these songs. That'd be that'd be fun. Well, I wish I could. I really do. I just uh, I just don't have the voice for it anymore. Oh, that's fine. I appreciate what you've done. Uh, maybe the little trinket I left for you make it worth your while. It honestly made me a little homesick. Maybe that's why I needed to to clarify. But uh, I see you well. I do have a journey, and hopefully we can. Reconvene when I get back and have a nice, nice conversation about these stories. I'd, I'd uh, like that. Perhaps we can. I, I hope for you the best, and uh, I hope that your, uh, your story, this next adventure is nothing like that of Oak and Ember. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, have I hope I wish you better luck than that. Of course, uh, I, I wish you a great, a great evening. Yes, thank you too. I'm just gonna head back to the party and not really she gets find back anything. To her work. Okay. Gotta have that dwarven bond, man. Uh, so, right, so if you head back to camp, around a little bit and, and see if you just happen to see him. Anyway. Yeah, while you're walking around, while you're walking around, go ahead and make that investigation check. Actually, start with a perception. All right. It's a ten plus one, <laughs> eleven. Twenty-eight. Okay, an eleven. You aren't seeing him currently. You walk out of the camp, past the Tower of Testing, and where do you head at that point? Which direction? I'd probably head north um, toward the Longhouse. Okay. As you head towards the Longhouse, you do see uh, the Widow Tolliver is sitting in a, on a stool outside of her little cottage, and there is uh, there are a couple people sitting outside the Longhouse and, and just kind of talking to each other and drinking, and it's just the typical scene there that you've come to know as uh, what to be what happens there always and yeah you don't you don't see marias or Edie currently um he's he's looking around for them but he's actually kind of a little bit more distracted by seeing uh, the widow outside now and he kind of 
keeps glancing over as he walks around. And finally, he just kind of like begrudgingly walks over and he kind of stands right in front of her and he crosses her arm and he kind of uses his foot to just kind of draw around in the dirt a little bit, almost like a pouty kid. And finally, okay. without ever looking at her, he kind of just says, so um, is, is this is this man, is this thing, is it something I'm going to have to worry about? She looks up at you and she says, I, um, I don't, uh, I don't know who you're talking about. You don't know. You don't remember or you weren't present? Oh, I, I remember something, but I, <laughs> it was, the look on your face, it was like you'd seen a, a ghost, or worse. I, I've never seen anything like it. And that, that voice that I heard, I, it was frightening. I assume that's who you mean, but I know nothing about who it is. It, it came from you, not me. I thought maybe... I, um, I, I don't know what I thought. I'm sorry to bother you. I'm, I hope... Uh, you're not, you're no bother. Good... You're no bother. I wish you the best. I, I, hope, I hope whatever this is, you are able to sort it out. I hope it doesn't have to come to that. I'm sorry for the way I acted. And he just turns well, and rocks away. You kind of make a perception check as you walk away. As she says something under her breath. Okay. Um, 16. Okay. You hear faintly as she says, she says, uh, the truth is often hard to take under her breath as you walk, turn to walk away. He stops for just like an instant, but doesn't turn back and then just walks on. And then I'll head back to the camp. Nice. As you go back towards the camp, make another perception check. Third time's the charm. Nope, it's not. It was a natural seven. Uh, it looked like a one. It was an eight total. Okay. Yeah, you still aren't aren't seeing any sign of Marias or Edie anywhere as you walk out, walk down the the road there. I'll make my no way dice. back to the camp, and I'll uh, okay. I'll just kind of sit down. I'll be like, I um, I didn't see them anywhere. They must have went off on their own. Weird. I mean. Uh... She just sits there thinking for a while, thinking of how she left Marius. Because he was in a good mood, wasn't he? After he had gotten food? Uh, he, yeah, he... He was hung over. He was okay. He was just kind of like, yeah, moaning and groaning from the overdoing it the night before. We, uh, uh, how long did it take for him to go up there and come back? Uh, it probably took him 20 minutes, a half hour, something like that. Do I notice, um, I look around where their, um, tent was, is, and to see if they took their belongings with them. Okay. They, their belongings are still in the tent. You still see, you still see a couple, their couple bags, that their travel bags that they had and uh, a couple spare, spare boots that one of them had and some stuff like that just sitting around. What about their weapons? Those are not there. See, they're probably still somewhere around in the town. I just couldn't find them. Maybe they're down by the farm or something. Uh, I just I just worry if M Marius just goes back into a rampage. and you, you know how he can be. I just just want to make sure everything's okay. I, I, I am just so d drained. I, I want to help f friends so much. I just... I, I got... I, I can't f find any c clues. I... It might be best to just go out on on the t t trail, but I, I can't. You can't help everybody all the time, Gwen. 
Sometimes you have to let some people fall so you can lift others up. I, I guess guess you're right. And she just like just stares at the fire for a while. Davin doesn't say anything else either. He just kind of does the same. All right. Craig's uh, not too long after they've been sitting there, you make your way back to the to the tents as well if that if that's where you're headed back to. Yep. Yeah, so you make your way back to camp and uh, it's not quite evening yet. It's uh, it's probably dinner time, but it's not quite like dusk. And you guys have anything to do as you sit around here or just going to sit stare at the fire, wait for the night to pass? What are you up to? I'm passing the night myself unless something arises. Yeah. That's my plan too. Okay. Uh Joxer would have probably stirred a little bit and and tried to find a little private spot to do uh look look at some of the the ingredients he has right now and then uh and then probably returned uh to, to sleep. Okay. Yeah, you you do have those new flower ingredients, the flowers from Widow Tolliver's front porch. And as you check those out, you you get you get the feeling those would make a nice kind of light, minty, kind of almost effervescent kind of brew. So th- those might be a nice thing. Can okay, I just say so, that the Widow Tolliver's front porch sounds like an awesome band name or like an album name? <laughs> Widow Tolliver's front porch. That's true. <laughs> I like it. But with By two Widow. That'd have been, oh my gosh, yeah, no, and the the first song is the the Blue Lily, yeah, it's very nineties esque. Yes, yes. It's really <laughs> so good. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do like I'm gonna try to try to play with those a little bit, and then probably head to bed. So I'll uh, I'll do those rolls in a sec. Yeah, do that. That's great. Well, let us know what that is. Um, so yeah. After you guys are there, Jock's just kind of tucked himself away working on what he's working on. But the rest of you are kind of sitting around and and uh, getting closer to dinner time and, and dusk when Marias and Edie walk up from up near up in town. They kind of walk down to the to the camp and they're just kind of chatting with each other. Seem to be doing OK and normal as they walk down, just kind of joking and laughing and poking each other. Hey, it's funny. We'll, we'll see. We'll just, it'll be all right. And they're just kind of coming in, sitting down. Hey there, what? you guys. It's good to see you. Comforting. Yeah, they, Hello. I know the adventure camp is like toward the south end of town. Did they come from north, like up through the main part of town, or did they come from like the south end? They came from the north, the main part of town. Yeah. Yeah. And they sit down and, and Marias is like, well, hello, everyone. Uh, what, uh, what was your day like today? Um... Mostly uneventful, I suppose. Where have you guys been? Oh well, we had a conversation with the chief, and uh, and uh, we're we're back now. We're going to leave town tomorrow, but um, in the morning. But uh, it's been good to meet you guys and to know you. Edith says, "Yes, we're going to just head on home, you know, and uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll don't know that we'll ever see you all again, but uh, it was a pleasure, as Mariah said." Gwendolyn has a confused face. You spoke spoke with the chief. Yes, yes, we went in to to have a conversation with him. Edie says, and um, he he welcomed us in, and and we had a talk, and uh, he kind of answered our questions for us, and satisfactory. So we're just we're just going to head on out, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be great. We're going to head back home, and and uh, just see what's what's next for us there. You know. 
do I notice anything weird about it? Because Gwendolyn is just like shocked. Make it's that like insight check. This 180 move she's pulling. Let's make it a 15. Your instinct tells you this is weird. She is genuinely believing what she's saying. Uh, you don't sense any fear or intimidated kind of feelings from her. But yeah, she's your instincts definitely red flags. And the same with Marias, I assume. Oh yeah. I I I I thought that 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 we were going to investigate what was ha- happening here. Why well, why all of a sudden are, are you guys leaving? Well, Gwendolyn stands up because Marias says Marias says, "Well, we we wanted answers and we we got some answers. So we uh we got what we needed and we're ready to go." She and, well, what were the what, what were those answers? Oh, they were very satisfactory. They were just what we were looking for. And Mariah speaks up and says, yes, they were more than satisfactory. I would say she, he looks at Edie and she looks at him and they both kind of nod their head. Yeah, I would say they were they were plenty for our knowledge and for us to fully understand things. And, and we just feel like we can move move forward now, thankfully. So, yes. Do, 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 do you want to explain it to the party? What what those answers are? Why why your b- brother died, and what is happening to these these animals? Oh if, oh! If you have please. have the answers, Edie says, please, Gwendolyn, please calm down. Of course, we we've told you everything. I mean, we've said we've said it was very. The answers were satisfactory, and the 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 truth is is just all we needed. And having it is just it's put our minds at rest, and we're ready to rest well tonight and travel in the morning, but I'm sorry that you're upset. I, I don't understand. And Mariah says, I guess, what what more do we have to say to you? What more should we share? Well, things seem good and we are just happy to to move on. And I, I miss my brother dearly, but the chief was very honoring of him and, and made him a, an honorary hired sword. And, and his name is, is written in the, in the, in the archives as someone who gave his life as a hired sword. And I just feel like his, he was very respectful and kind and, we, we're ready to move forward now and, and just get on with life, you know? Edie and I, in fact, uh, we, think we, may, we think we may start a life together. With her mouth open, she looks at Dale. So, am, am I crazy? Are you he- hearing this? And then she looks at the rest of the party. Uh, Dale is not hearing this. Can I, have I, can I tell <laughs> that something is amiss with their reactions to the situation? Like, it just doesn't seem right. Inside it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Not yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a one. Okay. Um, you're uh, surprised, jo- but that's yeah. it. Uh, jo- Joxer is uh, kind of rolling out with with uh with his new his new set of brews. Uh huh. And and he's he's ready to to have the group uh, join and and kind of can I can I get like a general idea of uh, at least how distraught Gwen is? Uh, why don't you make an insight check looking at Gwen? All right. As you walk out, I don't feel like she's hiding it, so it'll be a low difficulty. But yeah, so Doctor's is... been known to be clueless. So. Yeah, that is an <laughs> that is a fourteen plus four insights. My that's my thing. Wow, Thank there you go. Well, yeah, so, so yeah, so Gwen is pissed. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so coming out like holding like my my proud like I, I oh uh, uh Gwen it what are you all right? Uh, did did you welcome? I just they just Mariah Marius and Edie are going. They're just just going home. They 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 spoke with the chief, and now they're just gonna gonna go home. They did what? Yes. <laughs> just, <laughs> well, maybe, John, am I crazy? Like they are I, perfectly fine. I just I just walk up and oh, oh, what now now go into detail. We left. You were supposed to return here, and <laughs> what happened? Good luck, Joxa, because I-, I can't get anything. And she just walks. She's fuming. <laughs> you had a a specific thing to do when I left you, and it doesn't seem like you listened to me at all. Are you talking to Marias? The Marias and Edie, but yeah. the general combination of yeah. Edie goes. I I don't recall uh, what it is you. We're expecting of us. Uh, Marias looks at her. I, I don't either. I, I know for a fact that we had to talk to the chief. We had to get some answers. We got those answers, and and here, here we are. We're, we're ready. We're we're satisfied. I don't I don't know what more you are trying to get to here. I, I'm sorry. I I'm confused now. Um, and in and frankly, a little offended uh, at your all attitude. Uh, we. We just kind of announced our engagement, and, and you're just acting all angry at us. I, I'm not sure what's what's going on here. Edie, perhaps we should just make our way out now. And I, I don't understand. Uh, oh, no, 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 absolutely. I, I'm sorry. I didn't hear anything about your, your two engagements. We must celebrate together. Um, please, I have, I have a new, uh, I'm going to call it a blue... Bubble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the delay that made you laugh. The blue <laughs> bubble. You waited that long and came up with bubble, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a, a blue bubble. Um, it, it's uh, it uh, it 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 has a bit of a, a unique uh, uh, sweetness to it. I, I I would I would absolutely be honored if you uh, joined us. And and I'll look over at Craig's and kind of like wink a bit, and and uh, I I would love to celebrate. To honor you. To honor Make a one. I, <laughs> I don't notice him even winking at me to honor the <laughs> okay. one. Okay. Play that one. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, <laughs> to celebrate, Craig's. You like drink, correct? I'm. Just watching the fire, just not paying attention. <laughs> All right, right yeah. figured out what's going on, or do I need to roll for an insight? Oh, you can tell what what he's up to. Okay, he's being pretty obvious. Well, I mean, I mean with like uh, with uh, Edie and Marias. Oh yeah, sure. Make a make an insight check for them if you want. Seventeen. Um, you you uh, something's fishy, and you kind of. You assume that something something has obviously happened that is altering their feelings and, and how they 
how they should be reacting in this situation. And obviously the night and day difference between the way they were last night and this morning and how they are now is a red flag for everybody. But for you, you're, you're seeing it as somebody, they've been manipulated in some way to be this way. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty obvious to you. Davin realizes this, but he doesn't say anything up until this point. Okay. Gwendolyn's uh, trying to calm down. Sorry. I'll, uh, I'll try one of those bubbles. Ah, yes. Uh, I, I'll, I'll start, you know, grabbing uh, what, what I'd put down earlier and, and trying to pour out as fast as I can to bring in our new, newly uh, engaged couple. Great. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Finally, thank you. They're, they're very grateful to somebody to kind of bring some sense to this moment. And, and they're smiling, they're excited, you know, and uh, you could tell and, and they grab the beverage from you and begin to, they lift it up and like they look around like they're waiting for a toast for somebody to. Um, I, I started this, I, I suppose I, I can, uh, uh, I, I have nothing but respect for for Marias and Edie, you you have shown courage and and true honor in battle and and the trust of friends, and hopefully you can continue to trust any friends around you and find more friends and and potentially family. I'm not too sure about your background. Um, we've had we've had some sad moments and and you know some some darker moments and. Some some really uh, bright and uh, and enlightening uh, uh, drinks together. I I hope that our paths will continue to find ways to intertwine our lives together, um, and your lives will enrich each other's. To okay, okay. Edie and Marias. Oh, thank you, and they they drink it and that was lovely that was lovely joxer thank you says Edie and marias is long but but lovely uh, well spoken well spoken you know it was good because it was long <laughs> <laughs> when everyone does the toast uh when it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's mumbles <laughs> davin lifts his drink up but then he just uh, brings it back down and looks into it he doesn't actually drink any of it okay craig's I'm. What's happening? <laughs> Put down the switch. <laughs> just no, kidding. no, it's not even that. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Natural one is really setting in. All right. Um. So. Jo- Joxer looks just disappointed at Craig. Uh, just absolutely unsure what happened today. Okay. It's been a long night. <laughs> you got your coins. You've uh, you've not, you know, expressed that to, you know, or explained much of that to the, you know. Uh. <laughs> awesome. So did everyone drink that? Uh, Gwendolyn did not. Oh, yeah, that's she, right. She didn't even take a drink. She was just did, like. Does anything happen to Edie and Marias? Um, so they they immediately um, gain constitution and charisma. I'm I'm not really sure how that works out for them. But for the next uh, four hours, they have uh, a little bit of a bonus. Okay, cool. Cool. They, uh, they both grin and they, they look at each other. They're just kind of pleased and they look at you and they're very happy with like, this was, uh, 
This was lovely. This is wonderful. I feel great after that drink. That was stout. Thank you, Mariah says. And Edie says, yes, indeed, I, I do too. I think, um, I think we're going to turn in for the night and, and we'll see you all in the morning if that's okay. Thank you very much for this toast. It was lovely. But uh, good night all. And, and they kind of look like they're about to head towards the tent. So You two enjoy yourselves. Um, and at that point, like, Joxer will go directly to probably Gwen at this point because no one else is at, all, at least responding. Mm-hmm. Sure. A- am I c- crazy? It- Marius wanted to kill the, the-, the chief, <laughs> but a- everything is fine. I- Gwen. I- I'm sorry. I just. Long day. No, no, absolutely. It's not a long day. There's something clearly, again, not right with Wild Hill. I, I can't even imagine. We couldn't find... Um, I don't know how they would have found him. We... I, I don't know. It, the, I, I can't... I don't know who they spoke to, but I, I really doubt... It was who they thought it was. Davin speaks up now without looking up from the glass. He's still holding, like looking down the cup and he says, it's magic. He's like, I've, I've seen this kind of stuff before. I can't tell you exactly what happened, but somebody messed with their minds. They're not the same people anymore. Is there a way to, to reverse verse it? Depends on how powerful the magic. If it is really, truly magic, it could be something temporary, lasting an hour, maybe less. If it's powerful, it may never change. Probably best that they leave, honestly. If it's temporary, then they might find a lot of trouble leaving. I have a feeling if the people who did this to them were willing to let them go, they know they're in charge. Do you realize, or do you really think that they, they're willing to let them go? Or that they'd prefer doing the killing outside of town? Well, I suppose we could follow them if you think that's a worry. But I... I mean, I haven't seen them talk to anybody but the three, four of us. I don't see them having very many friends around here. I don't think the people in charge would worry too much about them going missing. If they wanted them dead, they would have done it already. I, there there might be a a connection to this, but Fran's father and this this magic that controls people, I, maybe maybe it was done to Fran's father. From... is that too much? To, is that too much of a coincidence? From your knowledge, how long would these spells last? I'm not a uh, professional by any means when it comes to charming, but I imagine, judging from the way that they are acting, I don't think they'll ever go back to the way they were. I don't think that they changed everything about them, but whatever they did changed their minds on the situation. They're not going to make that temporary if they can. I mean, otherwise they just come back and start the ruckus again. That that was my concern, yeah. It might be something else. They might have other tricks up their, their sleeve, but I've seen this kind of stuff before, done with magic. And we know they have some powerful magicians in here. I I, I didn't mean, mean to overreact. I just, this, it just seemed so crazy. Okay, and I think it's best to let them go. Let them leave town. I, I, I guess you're right. 
I'll, All right. I'll apologize in in the morning for for my reaction. That that. Joxer doesn't really have a response. He he doesn't agree with any of it. He just kind of walks off. I uh, Gwen, I like your hearts, but something tells me you won't see them in the morning. Uh, she just is silent. Davin gets up and he goes to his tent. So you guys are gonna turn in for the evening? I I already have been at this point. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, um, cool. Jaxer is gonna try to stay alert enough, at least like kind of sleep on his side to to hear if they wake up and probably try to sneak behind them while the rest of the group is asleep if they don't wake up. Okay. Make a perception check with disadvantage as you rest. Okay. <laughs> a natural 20 and an 18. And I don't know what my perception is. Let me double check my character sheet. Get him. Get him with that disadvantage. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> 19 <laughs> with disadvantage. <laughs> I took the nap earlier. It really, it really kicked in. Back so, yeah. yeah, true. So as you're kind of light sleep lightly dozing or sleeping you you hear faint whispering coming from outside the tents just little yeah okay yeah yeah fine that's fine whatever okay just like faint whispering Mm -hmm. um so i i'd probably wait at just a little bit so I could hear what I'd imagine is them grabbing everything and, and moving off and then try to stealthily follow along. Okay. So they, they gather their things. They're they're They've gathered their things and they're discussing, they're just chatting and they kind of go to the, they walk, you know, out of the camp, holding hands down the road and just walk out just start walking out towards the end of town. If you're going to follow them, go ahead and make a stealth check as you try to follow them. That is... That is insane. That's a 21. No way. No, 22. I'm sorry. Yep, 22. Okay. That's crazy because she rolled a 21 to, to see you. So <laughs> no joke. No joke. <laughs> It's 19 plus three, so... <laughs> yeah, she rolled a 20 plus one, so... Um, so she she does peek over her shoulder in the back, and the exclamation point above her head goes, boink, right? <laughs> and it starts to fill, and then you hide behind a tree, and it lowers again, and she must have been nothing, and turns and keeps walking. And uh, they just continue to walk out of town, and you, you follow them past the Tower of Testing and towards the Longhouse, and as you approach the Longhouse, they stop and kind of think to... Look back again, and if you want to continue following them, I'll need you to make another stealth check. Okay. Oh, that's 12. Okay. So this time, Marias turns. Joxer, have you come to see us off? Definitely. Uh, I, I just couldn't... <laughs> I couldn't... Uh, it's, it's so sad, Marias. I mean, it's happy, and... For for you two, but I'm I'm sorry to see two companions go. Make a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> you filthy liar! I'm not stalking you. I'm just stalking you. <laughs> oh God, that is a nine. Okay, Marius walks up and he puts a hand on your shoulder, 
And he goes, Jock, sir, you don't have to protect us. We can take care of ourselves, and besides, all is well now. We, we got what we needed. We're ready to go. Thank you, though. You're very kind. And Edie says, Ah, it's good to have made good friends here. And they hold hands again and grin at each other and start to like wave at you and turn like they're going to just walk away. She, Edie nods at you and another thank you kind of nod. Um, uh, I'll, I'll nod back, but I'm, I'm at least going to watch you to, uh, to as far as I can see from the edge of Wild Hill. They just keep walking in the distance, in the darkness. You kind of lose sight of them about 60, 70 feet down the road as they kind of just go off into the dark and keep walking. I'm going to, at this point, probably, um, it's a little too early for the the longhouse, so I'll probably just return to the camp. Okay. Yeah, you're talking two or three in the morning at this point. So it's definitely the middle of the night. Oh, I'll just go back to lay down and and, uh, just fill disappointed (laughs) okay okay yeah so they they leave town and uh you did get to say your goodbye and uh when the morning comes the it's a very quiet morning not a lot of people milling about the town is still not um you know full of adventurers like it once was uh, when you first came in fact it seems that the other party of adventurers that was here, Soraya's party is now gone as well. So that's the morning. Well, I guess it's best uh, we get on our, our way looking for Francine's father. No sense waiting around too much longer here. I agree. Same. Um, so at this point, uh, Joxer would have explained, you know, the, the morning for uh, Marias and Edie uh, leaving. And then, yeah. uh, okay. I'm assuming Triggs will naturally have been caught up on all the other goings as he was not available. Sure, yeah, they, they let him know everything that had happened as he was sitting contemplating something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, so you guys are just going to leave town now? Uh, I'm good. I okay. think so. All right, so as you begin to travel, you head out of town and... You you have been told just to head uh, northeast to the mountains, and that is where this fort is supposed to be a day and a half to two days journey up into the mountains once you find the trail of the mountains to the northeast would I through have the any, northeastern section of the woods. Would I have any recollection of this fort, like any kind of knowledge of it? Make a hit, Make a history check. 18 plus zero. Okay. You are rolling good, first of all. Second of all, uh, you... Congratulations on your rolling. Except for that nat one, but you, you... There are several forts that have been kind of put up in the mountains. Some of them have been by giants. Some of them are by tribes of elves that live in the mountains or dwarfs. And, and there's several. Most of them are underground. Not all, but most. This one, you're not sure which which fort exactly. She didn't have like a name for the fort. She didn't know. Uh, but uh, you you are 
you are sure that if you can get to these paths, you'll you'll be able to know the signs of how to make sure you get to where you need to go if there's a fort there. The the size of the road, the kind of landscape and that sort of stuff, you'll you'll you feel like you feel confident once you get to the mountains, you'll be in good shape to find this thing based on what you do know about the forts. But you don't know this particular one because it really hasn't been identified and it could be any any number of places that you've heard of. Cool. Just wanted to make sure I had an idea so when we get closer, I can track it. Sure thing. Sure thing. Sure thing. Awesome. So this first day of travel, what am I trying to find? Oh, yeah. This first day of travel, you guys are pretty, it's pretty boring. You're traveling through the the main bit of, the main bit of um, pathway that kind of is speckled with trees and stones and stuff here and there. You kind of pass the place where you burned VIP before it becomes sunset and becomes the first evening. What would you like to do for the evening? Are we making camp, guys? We figure we've traveled far enough. I'm not one to travel through the night. I think it's probably a good idea to take camp. Sounds good. All right. So so you guys can take your camp and uh, easily with with uh, Davin's help and everything, you're able to easily make your make your set of fire and get all that going and, and get your camp going. Does who wants to? First of all, as you kind of get rations out and start to eat and do all that, is there any conversation, anything like that that needs to happen? One Craig's, thing. Craig's, oh. could you get some firewood? Yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I go to a nearby tree and I want to smack it with my hammer. Joxer is an enabler. <laughs> he, he needs a bit of enlightenment right now. Sure, sure. Uh... All right, man, attack that tree. That is a sixteen plus my strength, I believe. Uh, oh, that's a dirty twenty. Cool. Yeah. So you hit the crap out of this tree, and it it splinters up the middle of the of the trunk. And it rattles real big, and several dry, dead branches fall from the from up high in the tree. They fall down, and uh, on the other side of the tree, not on you. And you, they're 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 not quite big fuel size, but they're definitely the 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 nice uh, nice uh, like yeah kindling kind of part of the fire that you can use to 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 burn for a little while. And you split down the middle of the trunk of this tree. Huh. Almost. You look surprised at your own strength there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's not something I've honestly expected to be able to do. <laughs> I've never actually seen you break a tree with a hammer before, so you're impressive to me. I've seen it once. Only once, though. It's, uh, it's a bit of a long story, but I've, I've seen my father actually splinter a tree like he swung an axe as hard as he could and just basically chopped it in half once. That's, that's impressive. It it was actually very impressive. I honestly I guess that's why I've been doing it this whole time to see uh to see if it's something I may one day be able to do. Looks like you're whittling away at it. I'm getting closer. I'm definitely getting closer. Whittling away. 
Talk that, you Well done. I know it's silly. Uh, smacking a tree with a hammer. It, it, it doesn't make sense. But one of the last times I saw my father, he explained to me, we never really saw eye saw on very much. He and my mother were very different people. My mother believed she gained her strength in life from her gods, her, her beliefs. Her it was a gift. But for my father, he believes strength came from within. And it's the last thing, one of the last times I ever saw him, actually, he split a tree with his hammer. And if he's right, and I honestly believe he might be, maybe, maybe one day I can find that strength from within as well. I always did follow after my mother's footprints, but I don't know. It's silly, but I'm getting there. I, I I don't think it's silly. Thank you. If you if you'd like to help, we can gather some of these splinterings for for tinder and put them in our packs. It could be useful later. I, I I'll help you. And she goes over and starts grabbing them splinters. Oh, Craigs, you you at least know how I feel about it. You you have all the strength you need between both your parents. It's you didn't take one, but you took both. It's nonsense to think otherwise. How did you two meet, anyway? Uh, (laughs) Some sort of a drinking contest. Is that Uh, how it was? It didn't start that way. I'll tell what I remember. (laughs) I, I can't even honestly remember what town we were in at this point. It's been, it's only been two years ago, if that. Oh, what was what was the first town I left for the monks in? Ah, no, yeah, I drank at least twice since then. At least you drank at least twice since we left. <laughs> oh, mathematician! I thought you were a magician. He's a math magician. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know it was uh, it was a it was a tavern. Just like you run of the mill tavern, nothing too special. Um, I, being a wayward dwarf that uh, was a little on my way, kind of thought it would be interesting to challenge some of the locals to a couple of free drinks, uh, drinking games, and whatnot. Uh, may have gotten a little over my head though when, all, all out of out of the corner, the darkened corner, as it always seems to be. There's Joxer, uh, encouraging me to try one of his fancy little brews. Uh, that's, uh, yes. That was a good one, too. That was at least three times the potency of the the local brew. It that was one. delicious. Did it ha- have a name? Uh, I think he called it the Old the Dirty Brown. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> dirty Brown Ale. That, that sounds nice. It was very sweet, trust me. Ah, uh, but ah. It, it was it was absolutely it tasted the like honey mead. It it was, yes, it was but it was it was unusual because it was probably it it had it was a little thicker than most um uh brews I've made at that time. It was a little sludgy, but once you once you took it down, it was uh it was quite delicious. It was. 
makes me n not not want to try this, this particular b b brew. What was that again? It's the, the, the dirty brown? What? It was the the old dirty brown ale. <laughs> she just like her eyebrows go up and looks at Davin like, would you want to <laughs> drink it? Like. <laughs> <laughs> He just shakes his head. No, no, no. <laughs> just... I don't know if it was three or four of these drinks, but before we knew it, both of us were on the streets. We'd gotten kicked out. Oh, um, it, was, it was quite cold that night, too. Challenges didn't seem to stop, though. It turned into who could survive better. I'm not really sure how we got there, but... Uh... Yeah, I, I feel like both of us are very boastful once we're a little inebriated. Um, One or two I, dirty brown ales, and <laughs> who knows where the night will take you. Oh, oh goodness, that's that's very true. That uh, that one brought some some dark nights. I uh, I, I I remember um, we we decided to to go to the outskirts of the town, and uh, and I don't remember that part, but I believe you. <laughs> well, we we wanted to survive on the wilderness, not just in the town. It wasn't going to be a, a nonsensical, let's live in the town kind of thing. Of course. Uh, yeah, so uh, did, was there was there a beast we were trying to... No, we we were just trying to hunt. I think we tried to hunt together, or without each other. I, you, I remember you told me a story of an ancient fabled creature called a, a, a wolver? Jack of something ridiculous is the dumbest name, but I swore I was going to find it. Oh, that's right, the Wolver Jack. Uh, it's a rabbit wolf. I ever heard of this? Is this real? <laughs> uh, make a make a nature check. <laughs> <laughs> now this Wolver Jack was it the size of a wolf or the size of a rabbit? <laughs> I can't remember now that I think about it. I I believe it was the size of a rabbit, but Must it been. yeah, it was the size of the rabbit, which made it so hard to find. But it had the 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 jaws and strength of a wolf. Of course, we found it though. Absolutely, we found. I I slain the beast. Well, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you didn't. You, you didn't. What? What did Gwen yes, roll? Gwendolyn rolled a 15 plus 5, so a dirty 20. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't exist. After they've slain... Okay. <laughs> Devin just kind of looks over at you at this whole story, being like, is this real? And she's just gone, nah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you didn't slay it by yourself. Let, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm I'm trying to be honest. You look you look a fool right now. <laughs> well, I, if we're I'm, going to get into who's foolish and honestly, I think, yeah. I think the only way we can settle this is for you guys to do it again. Why don't you go out in the woods? First one to bring one back wins. Oh, this isn't where the wool. You can't it, find a wool uh, jack in these parts in this season. Yes, you can. <laughs> well, okay, then uh, if you find it for us, we'll slay it. Yeah, Miss Tracking Wolf Changer person. 
clearly you're the best suited for for tracking. We were only trying to find and kill it. It was it was a bit of a mythical beast, and it was quite exciting. Uh, I, I thought that. I mean, they are d- dangerous a- animals, so that's why I, I thought you two, since since you've done it before, could could go and find find them. Ah, oh, it's we have we already have a, a mission. But let's keep to task at hand. I it's could spend days. Could spend days trying to track a wolverjack. Francine would worry so much. I mean, it's like the old saying: "Don't spend your days <laughs> hunting wolverjacks." Hunting. Okay, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna say that tomorrow at work for sure. <laughs> that's a that's a t-shirt. I'm I'm done. I'm sorry. Yes, don't don't spend your days hunting wolverjacks. Gwendolyn turns around and goes back to where the wolf is, and it's just like no wolverjacks on the right tail. Oh, just laughing. Well, all in all, in the morning we we woke up closer to each other than we expected. Both You're living. Warm. I will admit that. <laughs> <laughs> Cuddling, huh? That's all the information that I need. More than I ever wanted, actually. <laughs> um, we uh, we spoke many truths just that next don't morning. Know how we ended up in a tree? <laughs> well, it's the only safe place from Wolverjacks. Oh, well, I mean, surely there'd be retaliation after we killed that whole family of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Family, uh, hell, family. <laughs> of course. They, they have broods of at least 10, 15 wolverjacks in a, in a wolver hole. Did Dale save <laughs> me from all of this? I believe actually a group of wolverjacks is called a delusion. <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> Gwendolyn is beside herself. She's she's I, like I, she went away, but she's still listening. I, I believe you're incorrect. I believe it's a diversion. That might be it. That yeah. might be it. Yeah. Oh, good times hunting wolverjacks. I just splap uh, jocks around the back. Just a just <laughs> good times. It kind of hurts. Yeah, yeah. Literally, like Jocks is kind of like enjoying himself, and that happens. His eyes just light up, and like oh good times and and he he uh he just kind of lightly taps um towards the the center lower region of uh of Craig's ball sack <laughs> not my wolver sack <laughs> good times good times Craig's ah brother in well i think that's enough laughing for me for tonight We've got a long journey still ahead of us. That, that helped. We we do need to focus. I uh, I still can't get over Marias and Edie. Maybe it's for the best, honestly, that they are as far away from Wild Hill as they can be. I, I hope agree. they made it that far. Me, me too. All right, I'm off to bed. I'll see you all in the morning. Um, I'll take second watch. I'll take okay. first watch. I will uh, sleep and dream of Wolverjacks.
Greetings, it is I, Kriegsgald, slayer of all lumberjacks. Thanks for listening to another of our episodic adventures. If you enjoyed our show, be sure to tell a friend. If you really enjoyed the show, tell the world. Leave a review. It'd mean the world to us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at The Hired Swords for updates and even more goofs. Again, thanks for listening to The Hired Swords. 